And we are back with another episode of the history of Miami University's women swimming and diving. And we have an amazing panel with us today. Uh, so they're going to go one by one and introduce themselves, talk about their events, and give us a little fun fact about what they're up to these days. Uh, so first and foremost, we'll start with Andrea. Yeah, I'm Andrea Brechtelsbauer. Um, my maiden name is Hosevar, and I went by Hosi. People still call me Hosi. Um, I live up in the Cleveland area right now, and I work in development. I have an awesome cat. I also teach yoga quite a bit, and I became a certified yoga instructor about six years ago, so it's a fun thing to do on the side. Um, but my events at Miami, I did any freestyle pretty much, um, nothing more than 500 freestyle though, and um, a number of, a bunch of different relays. So um, that's me, and I was a member of the class of 2005, along with the three others on this podcast. So moving on to Trisha. So I'm Trisha Fetters. Uh, like Hoshi said, we swam from 01 to 05. I had to think about it. <laughs> um, I swam 4 a.m., 100 and 200 back, and did some relays as well. Um, and I'm in the Cincinnati area. And recently, I've been busy with our seventh-month-old. Should we go to Dice? Sure. Uh, yeah, so Dice. Uh, so Courtney Dice-Nall, again, um, went by Dice, uh, last name. I did a fly events in IM, bounced around, mostly by the end was a sprinter, which was nicer. Um, and I live in North Carolina. I'm in Durham, North Carolina now, and I'm a chiropractor slash clinical nutritionist, and I have a six-month-old. Uh, so Trisha and I have little babies that are very close together and Trisha and I were roommates for three years as well on at Miami. Yep. So pretty funny that roommates have babies really close together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, cool. and then I, yes, I will go. Hi, I'm Michelle Reynolds. Um, I also swam from 01 to 05. Also had to do the math on that, which is getting scary. Um, and I was a butterflyer and mid-distance freestyle and begrudgingly 400 IM if forced. Um, <laughs> so not, not my favorite. Um, and I, I work at Snapchat now in finance. Um, we're actually going live on a new system tomorrow. So I've been on the computer all weekend and working all weekend. So it's kind of a, cra a crazy time. Um, and, you know, enjoy really just, just travel and, um, no kids and happy about that because it's uh I have I'm a lot a lot of nieces and nephews so you know that's that's fun but uh um split my time between Cincinnati and Los Angeles where I work and um yeah so happy happy to be here and talk about old times this is this is fun so I mean love the background story from you know yoga to snapchat to chiropractor it's it's awesome to see you know how you guys all branched off after your time at Miami. Uh, so obviously, you know, y'all were a part of the last group to win four straight MAC championships, uh, which is pretty remarkable. You know, not many people at any sport at any level can say they won four in a row. Um, so my first question is kind of about 
team culture? Like, how did you guys, like you came into this environment that you won your first year, that's awesome, but then you had that mentality to keep winning over and over and over again, which as I said before, is pretty remarkable. So just talk about the team culture a little bit. Oh man. <laughs> you, you first? <laughs> I thought, I mean, I remember freshman year coming in and it, being very welcoming and very just, I don't, I was felt very uh, comfortable going to Miami for sure. And I think that was part of it for sure. And then we just had a lot of depth, I think, you know, we had, just a lot of great swimmers at that time. We we're lucky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I was thinking, you know, our freshman year, within, you know, two weeks of us all moving from, it was, we're basically all from the Midwest, most of us, I would say. There were a few outside of that, but yeah, within two weeks of us moving to Miami, 9-11 happened. So it was our freshman year, you know? And I don't know, looking back on it now, I think maybe that kind of historical event kind of brought us together in a big way, you know, like that was a family away from our family. Just thinking back on it, like I, I didn't even think twice about it, but like Dice said, it was so comfortable. And mm -hmm. um, we all were like, it was almost like a puzzle piece. We all brought something to the table in a different way, everybody and everyone um, played off each other's strengths and supported each other in a huge way. And I think that's what sports is all about. But I think um, our class in particular just really came together and we um, kind of molded ourselves into the rest of the team as well. So um, I think with that historical kind of look at things that impacted, you know, our relationship with one another for all four years. Um, but also, you know, Max, our freshman year was no ordinary Max. No. <laughs> um, I don't know, Tyler, if you know how our freshman year Max ended up. Um, it was really interesting because it all came down to the last relay. It was either us or OU that was going to win. Whoever got first was going to win Max. And um, it was just a really unique kind of event where, um, you know, OU touched, you know, touched the wall first but there was a series of like kind of chaotic events. Is that a good way to describe it? Yes, yeah. And some people jumped into the pool and multiple, um, my understanding is multiple teams got disqualified. I think so, Michigan also maybe someone, there was another team that got disqualified too. I yeah, because the, the other teams were still swimming at the time when they jumped in. So um, anyway, um, OU ended up not winning and we were second place sort of but we ended up first place and I think um, you know the next three years we wanted to make sure that we solidified the fact that we won that we deserved it in a way you know um, and I don't think that's a selfish thing to say I'm not saying that selfishly but I think that it kind of fueled us because we knew like there are these people at our backs at our heels like trying to, um, you know, you know, nip at our heels and um, we weren't going to let that happen. And we just like stuck together and we just, you know, went through the grind. And um, before we knew it, I don't know, senior year happened. We we're like four years, how'd that happen? <laughs> you know? 
it's funny it was reliving some of that that I, I I kind of forgot about some of the things that happened at at same year and the and the end of that and my mem- one of my memories of that and, and really my overall thought on the culture and I agree with everything that that you've all said but especially when I when it came down to senior year and like I mean I just remember people were like a bunch of people's tapers didn't hit I swam like not well senior year but it was like not an option it was not an option for us to not like be our best and I think that's kind of the mentality that we all had as, as a class and um and I, I'm thinking about freshman year and Trish I think you 200 back was it was either 100 or 200 back was right before 200 fly and we were we were not in first going into the last day and you won 200 back and I had 200 fly and I was like it is not an option for me to not win like it's not an option like I have to win this event like I have to do it and so like that was it. And my, I remember my mom asking, like, do you, like, are you happy with your time? I was like, I don't even know my time. I didn't even care what my time was because I just wanted to win to get the points. That's all I cared about was for our team and how we were going to get the points and do what we needed to do. And, um, and then that relay was so crazy. But I, I, I think that when I think about the culture, it was just this mentality of just like, put your nose down and get it done. And that's just, that's what we did for, we did for four years and it's, it's carried on in my life for sure of getting things done and, and just living, living that way. Yep. Yeah. I'd, have, I'd have to agree with everyone with what they've said. And Hosey, that was the first thing that came to mind was that relay <laughs> and people. Yeah. That next year it was like, there's, we're not going to leave a doubt or a question in anyone's mind that, we deserve to win and we're going to win by a landslide. Um, I'll go ahead and say it. I think our class was extremely special in the fact that we won all four years. So winning was something extremely important to us. And we held each other accountable. So if it's, you know, I wasn't swimming my best or putting my best in the pool, Dice right away would call me on it. Um, I think that's that's an an important part of culture and swimming, you know, is a a different sport where yes, you're individually in the pool, but it's a team sport as well. And you've got others relying on you. Um, So yeah, the culture was, we wanted to do it for each other and our coaches. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think everyone appreciated what everyone brought to the table, no matter what it was. You know, if it's someone who's like the super cheerleader or the person who um, was really serious and focused, um, you know, all the way down the line, everything in between, I think the appreciation that everyone had for one another was an important element of that. Yep. No, I mean, that. We pretty much have everything what you guys said today with keeping, you know, athletes accountable, the athletes keeping each other accountable. You know, everyone brings their own certain style and role to the team, which is also nice. You know, I mean, for me personally, I coach the distance athletes, which isn't exactly the glamour events. <laughs> you know, 50 and 100 freestyle might be, uh, you know, they play their role and, you know, everyone knows the last day of conference, the mile takes off and that plays a huge part in, you know, who wins and who doesn't win a championship. Um, so I, you know, all those were fantastic answers. And I'm glad to see, I mean, obviously you had a great culture, you know, with winning four championships in a row. 
outside of your freshman year, were you guys winning that championship in pretty, I guess, grand style? Uh, was there another championship that meet that sticks out in your head that's meaningful or just memorable more so than the others? For me, it was senior year. Um, it was the cap to, to finish it. Um, we, we also were undefeated in MAC dual meets. We never lost a MAC dual meet, um, which is like pretty incredible. But when we were doing it, we were kind of like, oh yeah, well, we just don't lose. Like it wasn't even like a thing. <laughs> like, we were just kind of do, just doing it. Um, for me, senior year was the, the cap of the four years, and I really, really struggled my senior year, um, just to, um, just personally swimming. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't getting my, like, the times I had used to swim, you know, used to go, and, but for me, it was all about how do we do this as a team, and it was a big lesson for me of this is bigger than me. This is for, for us and uh, us completing this, and I, I mean, I, I think I had blacked out in 400 IM at max. Like, I, that's how bad my taper was. Like, it was horrible. Like, like, literally the point of, like, couldn't even swim was so, but it's like, we just had to get it done, and, and I remember Ellen, um, like crying on the bus and being like, I don't know if we can do this and being like, and we were like, we can do this. And like, um, so just really winning that meet and the struggle that that was to do it for me personally was such a really, really proud moment. Yeah. I think senior year was like that icing on top of the cake and I'll echo everything you said, you know, um, and the thing was, you still kept your chin up and we all knew that you were like deep down, like, I can't believe this, like, this is my senior year. But I think we all were like, you know, you're in this, we're all in this together kind of thing. So, um, yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of come to Jesus moments that, that senior year. Do you remember that? Like we would like, we, Dave all met us in the room and one in one um hotel room you remember that pep talk I was like mm -hmm. oh my gosh we were all crying but we're like okay we can do this somehow because yeah I didn't swim well either but we did it somehow I don't know how but we did it but I also remember junior year too I love junior year because it was at Miami it was like a home a home year and that was a fun one just having the match there but yeah senior year was crazy <laughs> So I'm going to go ahead and say sophomore year. Because <laughs> oh. I think sophomore year is when it was like we came in guns blazing. Like no one's going to tell us that we don't deserve this or we can't do this. It also was at BG. And if you remember, we were at a hotel kind of far away. So wake up swims were done in the hotel pool. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot that. That little yeah. tiny kidney, sh and we were like swimming in circles. I am yes. so glad you remembered that. that yeah, was I, a fever dream. Yes, so <laughs> yeah, a fever dream. That was the best wake up swim ever. <laughs> and then all of our class, like the dads, got together and did some cool stuff at Max and Cheers. Um, I just felt like that year was a ton of fun. It was also when Katie Miles introduced Bobby. Do you remember that? No. Where she would just, I remember something about that. What was no. that? She would just go, Bobby. <gasps> oh, oh that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> so it was just, I thought that year it was just, everyone had a ton of fun.
That was a fun year. Yeah, that was like the Barbie year and all the sparkles. Oh and, my gosh, yeah. Yeah, so Tyler, we had our our parents are were completely incredible, and the dads would always dress up on like the finals night of Max, and um, like the third day. And the one year, I think they were Miami Men in Black, and they had these outfits on and everything, and they would cheer us on and. They'd make this grand appearance at finals. It was, um, it was really awesome to see though. It fired us up. Um, one year was, and I think maybe sophomore year it may have been, they were like Miami super dads or something. And they were mm-hmm. wearing like Superman capes. And um, I don't know if they still do that, but um, I will say that our parents were definitely awesome when it came to cheering and um yes. It's really nice to have the extra support up in the stands. And I know it's not easy being a mom or dad up in those stands because it's hot and it takes forever for your child's next event (laughs) to come up. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely true with the the hot stands and all of that. But at least, you know, the Nixon Center is not too bad when it comes which is nice. I know other pools are pretty toasty in the stands. That's awesome that – the dads were able to dress up in men in black and Superman capes and all of that. And I also love how every one of you said a different year. I thought that was pretty cool as well. That, you know, every year has got one, you know, a couple of special notes about what made the meet so special outside of winning, you know, whether it's swimming in a kidney pool or dads dressing up in men in black attire. I mean, that's, those are some awesome memories to have. Um, and then, you know, speaking of memories, what let's talk about some of your favorite memories, you know, from inside or outside of the water while you're at Miami. Yeah, there's so many. I don't even know where to start really. I mean, I feel like it was the time of my life. And Same. you know, just sitting here talking to you guys, there's so many more memories that keep flooding in. Um, but Trisha did say something or someone said something about the Barbie thing. Oh yeah. Because every Mac me I remember Kelly Janura, she had this, she was a few years older than us. She had this little pouch of glitter. Do you remember that little pouch of glitter? Guys? Oh, with yeah, the I kind of want to. With yeah. the little stick, yeah. yeah. And I don't even know how this came to being, but you dip the little powdery stick thing in the bag of glitter and just like put a little glitter on like the person's forehead or on their chest right before they were about to like dive into the pool basically. And and I think that was sophomore year where the bottom of the pool was just so full of glitter. And I think they said something to us because it was like, you had to stop, like, don't put all that glitter on because <laughs> it might clog the pool. But I do remember like writing things at the bottom of the pool and because there's so much glitter. <laughs> that was one of my memories. I, I remember that too. And it was always this idea of like, you know, the OU girls being like, oh, Miami is just a bunch of like pretty girls that think they, you know, and it's like, well, we also win. So, you know, <laughs> you, I know you don't like the glitter, but we also win. But we were serious. <laughs> <laughs> I also remember making, um, when we would make signs, I think freshman year, we made them in the, in the basement of, um, I think it was either Anderson or Porter, we made signs. And uh, all the Nelly songs, like every year there was a Nelly song that was like our theme song, like Welcome to Miami. Then there was like, you know, Shake Your Tail Feather. And it was like, is Nelly writing these songs for us? Like this is like very, so I, I have a lot of memories of that. And like 
walkout songs and all and all of that to get to get hyped. Yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking about this and at the time I did not like Saturday morning practices because it was just like never ending. You were there for five hours. But I do remember Phil would always wear his like life is good t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And then what was the song that Dave would blast? You it was like, wasn't it you two yes. beautiful day? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yes. it was in the yeah. white in the white room, right? With Carsey. Was Carsey. Wasn't it yeah. Carsey that played that? Yeah. 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 He used yeah. to blast a song too though, Trisha. I can't remember what Is it like the bittersweet symphony or something? Oh, yeah, something bad. What with that? I don't know, but it was like when you knew that song was blaring, it was gonna be a terrible practice. <laughs> <laughs> But to this day, whenever I see those life is good, um, like t-shirts or whatever, I always think of Phil and I always think of Saturday practices. Yep. Same. Yep. To this day, 15 years later. (laughs) I guess it's my turn. I don't know. There were so many fun things. I always look back and think about all the fun stuff. I like this, how we were all big family. We all... For the most part, we all got along really well, which is kind of difficult with a huge group of girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that was kind of special too. Just being able to hang out, go to classes together, go to eat together. I mean, we did everything together. We went to dining halls together. We like There was just like nothing we didn't do. And we never got really tired of each other, which is pretty incredible. <laughs> we took over a hair dining hall. Right? Yes. <laughs> I mean, the whole team, we all sat together and just hung out, like, all the time. Weekends together, everything together. It was nonstop. Yep. Gotta love the family values there about, you know, being with a team, especially with your class, being, you know, lifelong friends. It's so much more than just the four years, your teammates, which is pretty cool. Uh, so we, the glitter thing actually still happens. Oh, no way. That's so awesome. <laughs> well, that's, uh, it's still a thing, but that's, it's before every meet. You know, like they'll do it, you know, before pre panels, yeah. even before dual meets. <laughs> that, that's so I'm awesome. So happy. I, that, that's, it makes me irrationally happy. That's <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, Carsey is actually back with the, the yeah. um, but yeah, he's more, you know, he's like one of the, t- like either the associate head, like strength and conditioning coach. Um, with Miami, but he still spends a lot of time with the swim team, especially the women's team when they, when we go lift. So it's awesome to see that. He's awesome. Can I say something about Carsey that I remember? Yeah, of course. So I think it was actually after our freshman year. And um, I feel like, you know, he was like an extension of the Miami Swimming Coaches Association. Like, we really appreciated everything that he did. He provided so much motivation and strength for us. It was unbelievable. And yeah, I'm not sure which year this was. Maybe you guys will remember, but do you remember um, Got Milk ads were super popular? And we ended up getting t-shirts for him that said, Got Carsey. So they were black and they said, Got Carsey. And of course they had like a pink Miami M on the back. And we showed up, I don't know if it was the Saturday practice or something like that. All of us were wearing the t-shirt. Like he had no idea we were doing this. And I think it was just like a really cool tribute for him um, because we had so much fun in the weight room. And, and he was just awesome. It was great to see him when he came to travel with us to Max or to certain dual meets. Um, and um, that was always fun. I still have that t-shirt. 
I can't get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think mine's in a t-shirt blanket. Yeah, I have it too. <laughs> I remember when he, it was at max, maybe junior or senior year when he came on the trip, one of the times he came yeah. and, and like, he was like trying to talk to me before my 200 butterfly or some event. And he was like, yeah, so like do it, like do butterfly. Like he didn't, <laughs> he didn't know like how to he was still learning swimming lingo. Yeah, he was like learning swimming lingo. And, <laughs> but he was like so motivating and so it was, he was amazing. So I'm so happy to hear he's still with my Yeah, that's awesome. awesome. Uh, yeah, he's, he's awesome to have around, you know, on a day-to-day basis and work with our team. It's, it's pretty incredible. So I also, I do have to ask, so there is a tricycle that we still have. Was that a part that's like, we've been told that it's a woman's team tradition and I've asked every single one of these, like going back, like in time, is that a part of your generation or like time with the team? A tricycle? Like, yeah, it's like a, it's a, it's a white tricycle with like red handlebars and it sits in our equipment closet. And we have been told that it is a woman's team tradition. And I've asked from the, you know, the woman that swam back in the seventies all the way to now, and it still has not been answered as to who or when that started. It was n- not before 2005. <laughs> right. Do you guys remember when like P-Tech, Darcy, and like Parker all talked about the bicycle or their bike or like losing their bike? Is it their class? Do you remember that? It could be. We'll, we'll, we'll take the glitter. We can't claim the tricycle. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, maybe it's like right after us or something. Yeah. Maybe. So that's it's, it's, <laughs> that's so, really funny. So. I mean, there's enough time to make it a tradition still. I mean, that's true. true. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So, you know, now a little little more serious notes. Uh, Did you all face any challenges being a woman in college athletics at the time you were in college? Like did, were the men on campus, especially athletes, were they getting better treatment, more like apparel items, anything that kind of comes to mind, maybe better tech suits or competition suits? Huh. I don't think yeah. so. I think it's almost like the opposite, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, I would say. So, like the nineties, it was, you know, the title nine was like in your face quite often. I feel like, I don't know. Um, but for our team, I feel like we had way, we had more scholarships than they did. Um, and I think we were afforded a few more opportunities than they were able to is my understanding. Yeah. Um, our training trips. Yeah. We had better yeah. training trips for sure. Yeah, um, the swag was always too big. All the like gear that we always got for free, but that's true. Uh, <laughs> that's it. That's the only thing I could think of when when I read that question. Yeah, I mean the sweatshirts. Remember the sweatshirts that we had to return, and then we like cut them, and they were like, "You can't cut these. You have to return them." That was the only thing I remember being like pretty jank. Like I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, can we just like can I just buy these for twenty bucks or like what's the <laughs> We did, I think, didn't we? Yeah, like, you're, you're, you're right. Yeah, that was the only thing I, but I, I do remember a little bit of, I think we probably had a little bit more opportunities and I just felt like the men's team was was a little jealous of, of what we had going on. So we, I mean, we were just crushing it in meets. And um, so I, I definitely, I definitely didn't, didn't feel any of that in terms of, you know, in terms of struggle or, or things that were, were hard for us. We just kept our heads down and and one meets that was really what we what we did mm-hmm. agreed do you guys remember um i think after our sophomore year maybe we ended up 
I mean, this was like the Ben Roethlisberger era, right? And I remember at a halftime of some football game, they acknowledged that we won the championship that year. Do you guys remember that? We walked out on the field. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sorry to interrupt. We're adding one more. All right. I believe. There it is. Oh, yeah. Here comes Crystal. Crystal was on call, and I think she's joining us here. She might be on mute. Trying to. I'm not. Yeah. There we go. Hi. The dog just heard hi, and they're freaking out. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Cool. Uh, So yeah, I was getting. I'm getting paged all over the place. So. (laughs) Sorry. Well, it's great for you to join us. I know we went through a whole bunch of questions, and I think we had one more question. Or two more questions, Tyler? Yeah, but I mean, before we get into that, you know, Crystal, please introduce yourself, highlight your events you swam. Uh, you know, I know you guys all graduated together, correct? You guys are all part of that? Oh, yeah. Fine. Yep. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And then uh, tell us what you're doing these days. Yeah. Uh, so I am Crystal now Keith. I was Crystal France back in the day. Um, I was a sprint freestyler, so 50, 100, and 200 freestyle mainly. Um, now I live in Michigan, um, and I am a pediatric endocrinologist, so I do diabetes work, uh, with kids, um, and all the hormones and all that kind of jazz, um, and we have two kids, a six and a three-year-old, um, so also was helping to put one of those ones down to bed just recently, so nice and busy, but fun. (laughs) Sounds like it. Uh, so we'll actually be in Michigan in uh, three months for Women's Max uh, in Ypsilanti in Eastern. So, you know. Does Eastern still have a team? I thought the they got rid of There's a women's team. Uh, the men's okay. team was cut. But yeah, there's a yeah. women's team up there. Yep. Yep. So yeah, middle of April, we will be there. Um, so then, you know, my next question for y'all is, you know, what are the biggest differences in competing like when you guys competed as opposed to now with like the tech suits or maybe the taper or the training, or I'm not sure how involved you're in the swimming community these days, but just, you know, kind of what do you see as the biggest differences? So I'll say breaststroke is different now on your pullouts. It is. (laughs) I believe they allow a dolphin kick, right? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. That, that was not something that, we had back in the day. Maybe I would have been a better breaststroker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hosey, your breaststroke. It was bad. <laughs> the only thing that was worse was my backstroke and pulling on the lane line. I did it in the meet because I forgot in Fortnite. I was like, oh crap, I can't pull on the lane line. <laughs> oh no. But I will say, I think swimming's come a long way with, yeah, all the jazzy suits. You see everybody wearing the silicone caps. Yeah, know, the right. Sp- the goggles are totally goggles. different. Yeah, the yeah. goggles. The goggles are super high tech. We just yeah. had Swedish goggles. I mean, okay. I know. I don't know. Yeah, I just, everyone's so, so fast. Like, so I look yeah. at the times every year. I'm like, oh my gosh, how are they going this fast? I'm like fascinated. Like, how different it is just, what, like, what is it, 10, 15 years later? Like, it's just so much faster. It's incredible. 
I think the training is different too. Um, they're not like pounding the yardage as much as they used to, but I guess I'm not ingrained in swimming. The only swimming I know now is like five and 11 year old swimmers. So, yeah. <laughs> and it's I would interesting say at Miami that it's a men's and women's team kind of combined. Yeah. Where back in our time, it was separate. That's true. I mean, it is combined and like, you know, we do train together. Uh, so like the men and women, they share lanes, they share practices and all that. And just like you guys did back in the day, the women tend to beat the men, you know, pretty frequently, which I enjoy. I'm a fan of it. It makes, makes me happy to see that. Um, so yeah, so I guess in that regard, not much has changed uh, from when you guys swam, which is pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, so I know you said most of you are from the Midwest originally, uh, but what made Miami stick out to y'all in the recruiting process? I don't know, because I'm sure you were getting, you know, all sorts of phone calls at all sorts of times of the day and just the recruiting process, I imagine back in the late 90s, early 2000s was a lot different than it is today. Yeah, before high-speed internet. I mean, I remember when we started in Miami, it was like, oh, there's ethernet, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, our um, AOL screen names. Yeah. Oh, AOL screen names. Sure. <laughs> uh, I think for me, you know, I, I looked at a couple of schools in the SEC and the ACC, and um, ultimately it was, um, I think, seeing the, on my recruiting trip, seeing the team camaraderie and, um, and the coaches and really seeing that it wasn't just about swimming. It was about, you know, the full experience and you know, Miami is such a good school. And for me, you know, getting a good education was such an important part of, of college. And so it was really the balance of uh, really the team and, and the coaches and, and getting a good education. Uh, agreed. Yeah, I'm, I remember on, on my recruiting trip, Hostia, I think you were on my, I think, were you too, Crystal? I can't remember if you were there. I don't think I was on your guys's. No, I know host you were in um, mm -hmm. a few other people. I just remember like as soon as I went there, as soon as I got to the campus, I fell in love with how beautiful it was and how just like everyone got along really well and I felt like comfortable. Like that was a big thing for me. I'm like, all right, that's I'm sold. Like as soon as I got home, I told my parents, I'm like, this is where I want to go. Like this is it. Like I just knew it. It was instantaneous, I'd say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually, I applied early to Miami um, in the fall, and then I had a pretty standout senior year, so by then I was thinking like, oh wait, maybe I could swim in college, and I think coming on the recruiting trip really like solidified that, and like I said, it was super comfortable. I mean, mm -hmm. everything from the moment that I stepped foot um, in Oxford, I just loved it. So the people, the, everything. Yep. Yep. And then Crystal, did you come maybe, I feel like maybe you came the week before us or the week after us or something in the spring. I, I remember I came with, um, I can't even remember her name now, but she was a freestyler in Strongsville and we drove together. Um, and yeah, I mean, I didn't apply to a ton of different colleges and I knew I wanted a school that was you know, good academically, and um, I was hopeful to swim. It wasn't really like I wasn't one of the big recruited people, so um, wasn't going to swim at like any of the big schools. So I needed a place that was more middle of the road and that I could get on a team too. So 
it worked out for me. Trisha, yeah. you're the only one that didn't talk. Yeah, Trisha, we were on, <laughs> I'm curious to know how Trisha got to Miami. Oh, we were on the same recruiting trip, right? Yes, Together. we were. Yeah. Yep. So I'll say um, I was lucky enough to have the opportunity where Miami offered me a scholarship for swimming. Um, so that played a part in my decision. Uh, also the education and the facilities at Miami. I mean, that pool is phenomenal. You can't find yeah. a better natatorium than Miami. Um, but it was also the people. Like Michelle said, it was, yep, I could see myself being friends with her. And sure enough, we were roommates at Max for every four years. <laughs> so, yeah. And the coaches, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dave was awesome, and so was Phil. Very, very easy to talk to both of them. For like, you never felt like you couldn't approach them with anything. Like mm -hmm. they were always there, always. And they would do anything for us. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, speaking of Dave and Phil, what are maybe a memory or two that you have of either both of them together? you know, separately, just, you know, let's go down memory lane with those two. I remember when Phil broke it, or tore his Achilles, yes. and I just remember him scooting around the, um, <laughs> constantly, <laughs> like, on that, like, single scooter, you know, like, and it was like yeah. a year and a half that he was on that thing. Yeah, he's I forgot. <laughs> so did I, I forgot, too, about that. <laughs> I don't know why that sticks out in my memory. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And I know Dave, like, every morning practice when the team was really tired, for some reason he would always say, hey, is everyone bright-eyed and bushy-tailed? Yep. And as much yep. as it irritated us, it still <laughs> got us up and going, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that for me, Phil was just always so positive and upbeat and you know, and like the life is good shirt, like we brought up, like that. I always think of him when I see those and no matter what was going on, he was always the one to go to for like the pep talk of, you know, how, how, you know, to keep you going. And my, my memory of Dave, which this is kind of a, probably a tough one for him, but senior year when he was like literally physically ill because we were swimming, like struggling so hard and just giving, and we talked about it earlier, but giving everything we could to win that meet. And I realized how much he cared about us, like as, as people and as, you know, a team and to like be physically ill because you're like so upset and so, you know, care so much. It just showed really how, how much it was so much more than a job for him, um, which was, which was really tough at the time, but really, really meaningful. So. Yeah. Yep. I guess I have more funny memories, like training trip. They would always wear those awful, like floral shirts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we were in Hawaii. I mean, in Bahamas. Bahamas. I mean, still, you guys. <laughs> in pretty cargo bad. shorts. <laughs> Remember the cargo bad. shorts? Yeah. Oh, the car. Yes, the cargo shorts. <laughs> yeah, I guess just yeah. No, go ahead. I was just saying, my memories were just, just how supportive they both were, really. That's what I remember. 
Mm-hmm. And he still, he, they would both like reach out to us even after we graduated, just check, you know, like on Facebook or whatever, how you doing and how, you know, always, just always caring for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. I mean, that's, that's awesome from the, you know, the scooter to them still checking on you guys, the more serious stuff of Dave caring so much he got physically ill. I mean, it shows how great of a duo those guys were in both serious and in funny fashion. That's awesome. And, you know, before, you know, the pandemic, Dave would still come around from the practice and say hi. So it's cool to see that. Funny. Um, yeah, it was, it was awesome to meet him the couple of times I did before, you know, everything went inside and closed. Um. Yes. So my final question uh, for today is just like five years down the road, where do you guys want to see like the women's team be, you know, athletically academically in the work world just like what's your like five-year vision for the team well i saw academically they are rocking it recently i don't where i forget where i saw it but like their gpa is ridiculous like what three eight three nine for like the average yeah yeah we were three eight five this past semester that's that's incredible that's awesome as a team Mm -hmm. i like to keep that going for sure and yeah, more NCAA cuts. I like that. Let's, let's go that route. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like that. Absolutely. Yeah. I think for me that, that seeing the academics is awesome. I mean, I look at how successful all of these women are in this call now, you know, 15 years later and everything that, you know, we accomplish and, you know, swimming is great, but for me, you know, leaving, leaving college, it was the lessons that I learned of how to, to be a teammate and how to struggle through adversity and definitely things that I've taken, you know, in my life and my job. And I lead, I lead a pretty big team now. And I definitely take a lot of lessons uh, from that and, and how to really, um, and taken that from my life. So I think it's, it's so much bigger than swimming. So my hope is that, you know, the teams continue to, to do well academically and, and learn those lessons and can really, you know, make them successful in life as well. Yeah, for sure. That sports culture where you have not only an elite level team, but doing well academically, but um, kind of summarizing what we were saying earlier, you know, that each person really feels like they play an important part of the team, regardless of their performance, right? And um, each person, person can contribute in their own way, be appreciated for their contribution, Um, At the same time, learning those lessons that have value way beyond the pool deck that, you know, we probably all experience in our daily lives now, you know, leadership, perseverance, tenacity, you know, not giving up, like you're not going to hang up that towel. Um, And I find myself like just doing a work project and thinking like, well, I'm not going to give up on this. I'm going to keep on going. Like, that's it. Uh, And when other people might quit or might question something, I'm like, nope, I'm going to keep going. It'll, it'll be all good. I know it. Um, so that kind of culture, I think, is amazing. And I think all of us, like I said, you know, 15 years later after we graduate, we're still looking back and thinking about all those lessons that we learned um, in the pool, but taking them out of the pool into daily life. I'd like to see Miami do another four in a row. Yeah, that would be nice. Whoop, whoop. Plus one on that. <laughs> mm-hmm. That would be awesome. 
No, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's the goal, right, is to go one every year. Uh, so, you know, I will definitely uh, relay that to the women's team tomorrow. If they're off on a Monday morning, like, well, I had a podcast last night. <laughs> <laughs> The bar said the bar said you the next four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. exactly. Exactly. Well you don't have to tell them it was from people that swam fifteen years ago though. Yeah, please no. Yeah. <laughs> no, it'll be great. We can, we, can, we can point I can like gesture to, you know, like where all the championship years are. I'm like, I talked mm-hmm. that class mm-hmm. you know, last night. And so, you know, I because as you know, Monday morning practice isn't exactly everyone's uh. to be in the water. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So a little extra motivation. That's not, you know, bushy tail motivation. I think we, <laughs> I, we still go a long way. I still can't dive into a cold pool anymore. I don't really put my head in under the pool anymore. PTSD from diving into a cold pool when you don't want to. <laughs> no, true. I don't miss the, the cold hair after practice, like breaking or whatever, you know, because it's so cold outside. Yeah, nope, don't miss that either. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a fair point. <laughs> awesome well i want to thank you guys for taking the time out of your lives to you know to do this with us it's been awesome to get to know each and every one of you you know for this past hour uh as you know you always have a home here in oxford no matter where you are from cincinnati to cleveland to michigan to north carolina you know always feel free like you can come back uh hopefully with those that are closer we can meet together at some point relatively soon when all this calms down you know, and all that stuff. But once again, thank you for taking the time out of your lives to get back and talk to us about your time at Miami. And thank you for organizing everything. Too. Yeah. Yeah, this has been really fun. So. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> it is. <laughs>